It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you suffer from chronic CFED or can't focus energy drain? Try over the counter Vibrin. One tablet can the same caffeine as a cup of coffee, but without the calories or coffee breath. Vibrant. Caffeine, not coffee. Taking Vibrant may result in a lack of drowsiness, improved productivity, and better cash flow from decreased coffee spending. Unexpected job promotions have been associated with Vibrant. Vibrant may decrease the urge to zone out, doze off, or exhibit signs of slacking. All jokes aside, always read the label, take only as directed, and limit caffeine as it may cause real side effects. Not for children under age 12. And welcome to the Circular Challenge Show. We're glad you tuned in. Um, this show is the first disabled satirical news program in the world. Yes, and it's presented by AMC Press & Co. Um, tonight, although our notes say that we'll be, be talking about number 45, we decided not to do that, and that's yeah. a Monday show. So... Yeah. Now, we we wanted to take a break. So, we are talking uh, as part two of uh, people with disabilities on screen and stuff like that. We aim to debate on whether casting today's society, you know, with everything that's going around, why are, the, why are more disabled films consistently coming from the UK... And not round here. I mean, the fact is, in all reality... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Driz and Johnny are on the program tonight. Um, Pink Hood is out. Uh, Black Hood is out. Green Hood will be back at some point. We don't know when. He's probably out in the forest doing something. Um... The, the reality of film and uh, other things in in our milieu is that uh, Isaac Zablocki of Real Abilities, of which we sponsor each each year, um, we've been two years, and this year's the 10th anniversary. So um, the best part about this is we will have something in the new year that we will be able to announce. We cannot announce it yet, but we are giving you a huge hint, which is that it does have something to do with real abilities. Indeed. Um, and that's all we'll give you. And that's all we'll leave you with. But, for the meantime, um, September 19th, let's say last month, um, there was an article in the Huffington Post which read, does Hollywood have a bias against people films portraying disability? 
Now, Driz, what is your um, take on that? What do you think? Yeah. Um, hello, Redhead. Yes. Hello, yep. Driz. Good evening. <laughs> uh, my take on this whole disability issue with uh, films being produced and released in the UK definitely the voices that every person with a disability has is it's growing it's growing more so in in respect in retrospect to uh finding and relate to how someone with a disability can really relate to uh the story that's being portrayed more so how the person can feel better about themselves and be able to contribute more into society, knowing that they have a disability and being used in that kind of way to contribute, to give something back. Right, right. But that's that's the hope that we make, right? But then comes the uh that then comes the arbitrational of what in the world is disability in film with neurotypical actors playing people with disabilities? Why has it always been done? We talk about, we see whitewashing, we see um, whitewashing all over the place. Now, I mean, it's not right because for every disabled actor you have is literally a dozen more or sorry I'm not in the reverse every disabled actor that is put up for a role and doesn't get it right mm-hmm. there's about maybe ten a thousand two thousand people who can fill that role, who are able-bodied. Now, of course, Hollywood is about money, right? So if Hollywood is about money, and persons with disabilities, then... What is it at stake? What is there at stake that basically says um, in Jerry Maguire or in My Left Foot or in so many other films, right? Mm -hmm. That disability has to be played by a neurotypical. You know, the fact is, have they have they haven't they realized by now that it is not right? You know, um, you go. We sponsor these film festivals, right? And. We have been told in the submission process it's very hard because there's no 
there are so many selections that are going on. And yeah. all These days, the right it's reason. very hard to it's very hard to get into Hollywood if you want to pursue your career as an actor or as an actress because it, it's that especially especially with being a disabled person, you know. Um there are people that they go into a um they go into an audition room and say you need somebody who's a little person, somebody who is not um you know, the Hobbit whilst I love the Hobbit and the Cimmerillion and Lord of the Rings they used average actors and CGI. They did not use dwarves, you know, mm-hmm. or people, well, not dwarves, um, little people for it. It just didn't happen. And time and time again, you know, there are more more films coming out of the UK, disability, and the respect around the UK is huge. In Hollywood, um, Hollywood things are a little bit more different. Like Hollywood, you, you know, have to you have to have the perfect setting for the producers, what they were looking for, what they expect in you. Because if you just go into an audition, if you feel confident about yourself. Right. Even if you have a disability, then those producers will expect you to be able to accomplish that role and that you're going to act for with great diligence, with great with great hard work. You got to take that, that role seriously if you really want it, if you want to pursue that role. Or else it's just another walk on the door. But it's not because the way in which um the way in which you know people approach disability on film is it's horrible because in the UK they have they have an amazing respect for disability arts and all of that in the US not so much you know the only way you can actually get um get on film in the US is if you're a disabled veteran mm-hmm. born with a disability and I'm not talking about disabled actors I'm talking about disabled roles that are written by neurotypicals who don't have a clue of what we face um there is just so many 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 things I mean they will write it into the plot just so they can get the funding well, and you also got to know someone famous too that's one well, the the point is the 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 core people that represent our group are people like Mar- Marley Matlin, um, R.J. Mitty, um, you know, and 
the the fact is is that you know films like My Left Foot, Rory O'Shea, Theory of Flight, right? Um, The Sound and the Fury, uh, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. You know, the thing is is that all the films, every single one, right, is representative, right? Mm-hmm. So, but shows like, I'll give you an example. You know, uh, I just I just listened to Matt Lucas's, who's the actor of Little Britain, right? He's a, his story is really sad, but it's hopeful, but the narration of it, is kind of annoying. However, the key takeaways are really that in Little Britain, they were criticized by, um, they were criticized by being racist and this, that, and the other thing. Right? In, um, in this, they're being like the fact is they don't have to well I'm gonna say that um Matt Lucas has a a disability of um hair loss but nothing like that you know and he's playing all these sorts of parts and I'm not trying to call Mr. Lucas out I am saying in just in terms of um many 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 things right how many parts are taken away by Persons who are at best normal, right? And then they try to to go against against type, you know, and say, "Oh, it was totally by accident, and they offered me the role," right? Driz, I mean, it's it's wrong. It is wrong. I mean, and it's in casting. It's even more wrong. Like, A Day in the Death of Joe Egg is about mental retardation, right? And the difficulty of cerebral palsy, right? Mm -hmm. These are all dramas out of the UK, right? Yeah. But when there is a page, like, always, like... I Am Sam was with Sean Penn. Sean Penn was brilliant. However, you know, there is so many, 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 many films that, like, all these films have, um, don't have people who actually have disabilities in them. 
right? They 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 don't. But then when you get to it, then you get to watching these films and you go they're all of a sudden they're a hero. I mean, I don't know about you just what what do you think? I mean, in your perception of things. If we're all being honest here. Johnny, what do you think? <laughs> so, yeah, I have a lot of respect for actors and actresses who um, play the role of someone who has disability. They're able to connect the audience, like audience. It's most of us, most of us, especially who want to be able to relate and connect with somebody that has ability. And they're using to just prove the entire world wrong. Prove right. Wrong. Oh, I'm not being who I can be or from being who I want to uplift people. I'm going to encourage somebody who is through the same struggle that I'm going through. And right. I'm sit down. I'm not gonna sit back and right away because you know it's anyway. It's, right. it's generous. It's just generosity from from the actor themselves who is doing their best to portray someone who has a disability to doing such a wonderful Right, right. But I mean, like, the despicable thing is, is that with, with everything, uh, with today's world versus 20 years ago, 28 years ago, we were still fighting for our independence as people with disabilities, right? So, in films and in casting, they are now looking out for people with, with disabilities and they make you audition. The fact is, is that some casting directors... What? They want... Yeah, because they want the authenticity factor. They want everything that comes with that. They don't want people with... They they want the best person for the role. But when it comes to disability... To casting people with disabilities... Like, what they don't believe is that we can put in the work, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know from real abilities, loads of disabled actors who would kill for the chance to be, um, to be in this. I mean, to be in. Any film with the disability honestly representing themselves, which is amazing. Like, the films that are at real abilities 
are authentically disabled and also just plain fantastic. They do a fantastic... Um, they have a fantastic selection each year, but every film that gets submitted is put up to the most, the highest um, process of selection. Like, there's a core, and we all know this core, because we've been a part of the festival for the past two years. Um, There's a core of people that they get to watch all these films and all the submissions, and then they go, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Right? And the fact is, the Jay Ruderman Foundation uh, is protesting the person, the blind film, and the stronger film, and the breathe film, all because of the fact that they have able bodied actors in, in them, plain disabled actors. And they're saying, oh, you know, then that's like saying we don't mind. But films like Wonderstruck, which which features a fourteen year old deaf actress, Melanie Simmons, not only helps produce a more authentic portrayal, but also contributes to uh Todd as in terms of his building of the disabled artist's career. And uh, David Proud, who's an actor and author of, of The Art of Disability, which you should all get. Uh, it's fantastic. But I think in terms of casting, people don't get, and especially the MM, the Motion Picture Society of America, right, has taken, um, has cited thematic elements in a rating decision for So Be It. Now, So Be It is a film purely based on the novel of the same name, and there's no sex, no violence, no bad language, no drug use in the film. But, uh, true, a few sad things happen along the way, including the death of a loved one, the overall message is uplifting, right? But the film... It's a celebration of family, and in the case of family, that includes a number of people with disabilities. Um, right? But the reason that it was given a 13 was, was thematic elements, and what I guess I find curious reading this article is that most of the scenes in the panel focus solely on the characters dealing with disability, their disabilities. You know, I would be encouraged to see the film. Yeah, I definitely would be inspired and encouraged. Yeah, to see the film, especially if we can get our hands on it. And see it in advance, and then we can review it for the sh- mm-hmm. on on the show. Um, yep. But also, the the fact is is that so many, so many, many, many things 
are now happening and they're now cracking down, but also they're going, does it have to be biased? Like, can't you just take the honest portrayal out of it and just be like, yeah, this is good. Or do you have to have a Nicole Kidman or a, as much as we love these actors. Or uh, (laughs) John Claude Van Damme or Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's, yeah, or beautiful woman. Yeah, or um, we can think of others. There are ten, ten others. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis, um, my left foot. Um, other, other people, you know, and it it is kind of it's. The wish I would, I would love to see, being a part of Real Abilities and having been a part of Real Abilities for two and a half years, with um, Pink Hood and, uh, you know, at least hearing from Bonaga about the film festival, uh, which I'm not allowed to go to, um, is is that there are loads of disabled films <laughs> and loads of oh, films man. that are getting out. Yeah. Um, Back with a Yeah. Um, is is that there has to be more authenticity? That's really it. And the sooner casting agents agree, the better off we are. You know, and that way, films like Real Abilities or film festivals like Real Abilities and other film festivals can and do exist, you know? So, yeah, on Monday's show, we will be talking about 45, and we will be talking about what's happening this week. The only reason we didn't bring it up tonight was that we, uh, you know, we need a break. Everybody needs a break. Um, But, on Monday, uh, we will be talking about more stuff, and um, yeah, Pink Hood will be back hopefully, um, and so we so will we. So I guess that's all we have for tonight. Guess and now gonna call it night. Yeah, we're gonna call it night. Good night. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Good night, good night, good night, good night. Do you suffer from chronic CFED or can't focus energy drain? Try over-the-counter Vibrin. One tablet contains the same caffeine as a cup of coffee, but without the calories or coffee breath. Vibrin, caffeine, not coffee. Taking Vibrin may result in a lack of drowsiness, improved productivity, and better cash flow from decreased coffee spending. Unexpected job promotions have been associated with Vibrin. Vibrin may decrease the urge to zone out, doze off, or exhibit signs of slacking. All jokes aside, always read the label, take only as directed, and limit caffeine as it may cause real side effects. Not for children under age 12. 
suffer from chronic CFED or can't focus energy drain? Try over-the-counter Vibrant. One tablet contains the same caffeine as a cup of coffee, but without the calories or coffee breath. Vibrant. Caffeine, not coffee. Taking Vibrant may result in increased productivity and decreased dread in setting alarms. Unexpected enjoyment of the graveyard shift has been associated with Vibrant. Vibrant may be a better budget option than drinking coffee. It may also decrease the urge to doze off, skip work, or exhibit signs of slacking. All jokes aside, always read the label, take only as directed, and limit caffeine as it may cause real side effects. Not for children under age 12. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.